You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi, welcome back to Coaches Connection podcast brought to you by coachesconnectionacademy.com, the business development community for coaches to connect, to learn and to grow. This is episode 68. My name is Anne-Marie Cross and I'm here with my co-host Jennifer Sparkle Johnson. Are you struggling to get new clients? Do you feel undervalued and underpaid? But you're concerned if you raise your fees, you're going to lose your existing clients. Or maybe you're not sure how to market your business so that you get noticed and hired by your ideal client. Well, you are in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. We're going to teach you the right strategies around money, around marketing and around money mindset so that you get noticed, you get new clients and get paid what you're worth so you can finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. So have you ever got stuck on a problem so much so that it really starts to consume you to the point where you get stuck, you're not able to move forward, or it just sits in the back of your mind, festering and draining your energy, an energy that you know could be better served on other areas of your business to grow your business and get your message out there. But here you are stuck worrying about the problem, an issue or a challenge that you just can't get past. Challenges and issues and problems, they're a fact of life for us business owners. However, when the problem gets to a point where it starts to cripple your creativity or it prevents you from getting out there and spreading your message, that's when it's important to get that problem, that challenge sorted as quickly as possible so you can move forward. I know that that's much easier said than done. Jennifer and I, we get that. So on today's show, we want to talk about five ways to help you get your problem sorted so that you can get back on track fast with getting uh, out there and being able to support new clients and of course building your business. That's what's coming up in the Words of Wisdom segment. Before we dive in, there's just a couple of very quick announcements that we want to share. Firstly, is there a question or a topic or something that you're struggling with to support you in building your coaching business? So we want to make sure that the information that we continue to share in upcoming shows is helping you. So we want to know what that question is. What are you struggling with? And go ahead and leave your question over at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect. Leave your question there. We want to know about that so we can bring relevant information to the airwaves. The second announcement is another heads up that Coaches Connection Academy doors, we are opening them again with some very special training coming up towards the second half of April. So uh, keep your ears out for those. As we mentioned on previous show, Coaches Connection Academy is the business development for coaches to connect, to learn and to grow. And we're sharing weekly topics. There's a forum where you get your questions answered lots of other great stuff and support to help you take your business to the next level. Now, to be the first to learn when this new training is live, we encourage you to register yourself on our VIP waitlist. Go to coachesconnectionacademy.com. Now, as our VIP, you'll be the first to know when the training is live. And as an additional bonus, as a thank you, we have uh, organized a free mini training that you can dive into. It's called the Discover Your Money Story. So you can start to get some shifts 
and transformations happening with your money mindset. This is a key step in growing your business and one that Jennifer and I often see missing when coaches are really working to, to build their business. So get yourself on that VIP wait list and dive in to that mini training that we've got there for you. Coachesconnectionacademy.com. And here's today's tip of the week. Now, Jennifer and I are doing something a little bit differently in this particular segment. We have had uh, one of our um, incredible coaches reach out to us and ask it a question, and it's from Bob Robbins. And um, he had a question which we know many other coaches struggle with. So we wanted to, to reach out to, to Bob as well as uh, share our response, which we know is going to be very helpful. So the question that he asked was all about starting up a, a new business. And he asked, you know, before acquiring my first client, uh, he's decided to attach his lifelong challenge head on of how to best market the services to those wanting and needing them, which I know, and Jennifer knows, so many coaches continue to struggle with their you know, with their marketing. So how does one market their coaching or any other services to potential clients widely uh, to middle to upper class audience without spending most of all of their time and or profits on that endeavor, leaving no time to do the actual job? And how does one do marketing without sounding egotistical? So Rob, we have got some uh, great tips and strategies for you, some suggestions on what you would like to do. Jennifer, do you want to dive in with our first suggestion for Bob? I do. I do. You know, it's such a great question. And I'm so glad that this was asked because for a lot of us, we do have a concern, especially when we're first starting out of, do I come across or will I come across as egotistical? So one of the things that we want to share is about being totally clear on your ideal client so that you know exactly what they're struggling with right? What they're worrying about. And I really want you to think about what keeps them up at night. And also, what do they dream about, right? So it's not just about some of the negative things like the struggles, but really, what are they dreaming about? And what are some of the words or phrases that they use to describe what they're experiencing and what they're longing for? And you also really want to be clear on the solutions that you offer, that you can offer for them to ensure that when you're sharing your information, that you're using language and phrases and uh, stories as well to connect with that ideal client. So you really want to be paying attention to what are they looking for, what do they need, and how can I connect with them? Those are so very important uh, questions to ask. And often one of the key reasons why coaches continue to struggle is isn't it Jennifer is when they really haven't dived or don't know if there's a word dived but really <laughs> gone deep enough deep enough into answering these questions because what happens then is if the marketing message if the content that a coach is sharing is too broad and it's not specifically worded and phrased and tailored to really speak to the needs, to the desires of the ideal client, the message goes unheard. And uh, all of this is the foundations upon which you will um, create your, your marketing activity. So let's then jump into the next area. Once you're so clear on your ideal client, you then need to decide which marketing strategy is going to be the best avenue for you. You need to identify how best to get your information 
into their hands. So part of the research of your ideal client is asking yourself things such as, you know, what magazines do they like to read? Do they read at all? Are they online? Which social media sites do they frequent often? Should you include your profile on uh, those particular social media elements? Maybe they don't read. Maybe they don't hang out on, on social media. All right. Well, where do they tend to, to congregate? Maybe they already have current trusted advisors. And these trusted advisors are then, Bob, people that you can establish a relationship with to maybe look at a referral relationship, an alliance partnership with that trusted advisor. So what we suggest is maybe to map out uh, a journey as a timeline of your ideal client and when they will start to seek out various support of some of these other trusted advisors. And you may even be able to identify the best point in time where you would like to be introduced to your ideal client. So who is that trusted advisor? Where does that trusted advisor hang out? Where can you start networking with them and building a relationship with them so that you can establish a relationship, which means when your ideal client goes to that trusted advisor, that trusted advisor can then recommend you and uh, that that ideal client get in contact with you. We say that because we know that uh, for you, Bob, you, you are going to be working in kind of that around finance and, and retirement and so forth. So with money, the topic of money, and particularly people's investments and thinking about investments, I think there already needs to be kind of that uh, relationship already developed. And what we mean by that is that if you can really establish a relationship with a key trusted advisor that your ideal client already knows, likes and respects, that when they mention your name, they're more likely then to get in contact with you. You know, market research is so very important. Understanding your client's needs, their desires, their habits, their actions, the conversations they're having, who they're hanging out with, where they're hanging out is so important because then you can decide and you can start planning which marketing strategy is going to give you the best return in both time and money, which is so very important. Mm, it sure is. Oh my goodness. I love that. Okay, Bob, we really want you to think about this. When it comes to the regards of how do I do marketing without sounding egotistical, there really is a fine balance between building your credibility as an expert and an authority in your field, as well as connecting with your ideal client through the information that you're sharing, the conversations that you have or are going to have with them, and also really about making sure that when you are talking that you are coming across as understanding and caring about their challenge and the outcome that they're looking for and that you really do want to support them. So it's really about just getting clear on how can I best listen and what they need and share my, which would be your, share my uh, wisdom through conversation on how I can support them, right? The next thing we want you to think about is we really, really, really encourage you to question your specific mindset around marketing. And I'll be honest, I, I went through the same process um, a while ago because I kind of felt the same way. Oh, and I had to do the same thing is really question that mindset around marketing. So I want you to think about this. Do you think of marketing specifically as egotistical? Have you possibly seen other professionals in your industry who've been a little bit egotistical with their approach? Well, here's what's nice is I want you to think about this. You can choose 
to not come across as egotistical in your marketing. So think about how you want to do that and what that looks like. So really get clear on your mindset around this and and get those um, thoughts cleaned up so that you can actually look at it from a different perspective. And again, sometimes it could be um, from hearing someone else in your industry coming across as egotistical. What's fun for me, and I know Anne-Marie feels the same way, is that marketing actually is not an egotistical exercise. Marketing is all about sharing your message with your ideal client and letting them know that they're not alone with their struggles, okay? There is a way that you you can actually support them and share that in a very non-egotistical way. So marketing is about sharing a message that they can actually achieve whatever it is that they are looking for and that they are desiring and that you can support them on that journey. One of my favorite things to think about is we hear the word marketing message, and I don't know if you noticed it a second ago, but if you think about what's our marketing message, we're just going to extend that sentence a little bit. Marketing is sharing a message. Boy, doesn't that sound a little bit nicer, right? There's no ego in that at all. One thing that's super cool is with that mindset around marketing is we can kind of change how we say things and how we show up. And what's really important is when we're talking about our ideal clients and get that sense of of what are they hearing us say? How are they seeing us show up? So take a little bit of a a flip side and and as you're um, deciding for yourself what you want to say and and what you want to share, think about it from their point of view of, hmm, how is that coming across to them? How are they receiving that message? right? And what's really cool is they can actually sense that genuinely you care about supporting them and about their challenges. And I know for Anne-Marie and I, we can say that our clients genuinely know that we care and we want to help them with their struggles. And it's so important for us to come across um, showing up as the expert, making sure that we give them the best to help train and teach them and mentor them as we coach them to achieving their dreams. So really just kind of step back and ask yourself, hmm, what's my mindset around marketing and how is that potential or ideal client receiving and hearing me? Such such great point, Jennifer. And, and, and I know for you and I, we're very transparent also too in how we share our information. So Bob, maybe some of the things that you now know, uh, you now know because you've gone through that experience, you've gone through that challenge, you've had those issues and problems, and now you've worked through those challenges you've worked through those struggles and now you've got three key steps or however many in your program that you can support people in avoiding because you've been there you've now been able to turn that around and secure success and your mission and purpose is to help other people who are struggling like you were those many years ago and getting all of their financial content in line so that they too can enjoy the the fruits the the outcomes of the the, the key decisions, the, the more empowered decisions that, that you made. And when you have that kind of transparency within the conversations that you have, not only are you boosting your credibility, but you're also boosting your likability. People really can resonate with you. And Jennifer did that beautifully where she uh, she shared, oh, I used to struggle with this too. <laughs> and, and we do that often. And that, that really allows people to recognize, wow, they've been where I am at the moment. They've worked through it and now they can 
support me in achieving it. And when you go from that space, then it doesn't seem egotistical at all. And in fact, it really confirms your mission to get out there and to support other people so they don't have to continue struggling as you did and that you can uh, you know, support them in getting through that much more quickly than what you did because you've now learned the lessons you want to share that with them. So uh, we really do hope that was helpful for you. I'm sure it is. You've got a lot of different things that you can now move forward with when it comes to to identifying your ideal client and how you're going to reach them. So let us know, Bob, what, what's one action step you're going to take in the next 24 hours to, to get moving on this. And if just like Bob, you're in the process of starting your business, you're now looking at reaching out to your ideal client and you recognize you need to do some further research to really support you in creating a message that you know is really going to connect with your ideal client, let us know as well. And as we mentioned earlier in the uh, section for the announcements, if you've got a question similar to what Bob had or maybe something different that you're struggling with, please go ahead and leave those details on ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. And we look forward to sharing our response in an upcoming show. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. Okay, we are going to dive straight into our words of wisdom because uh, we, we shared lots of words of wisdom in the previous uh, segment, uh, Tips of the Week. So this is all about if you have a problem or a challenge in your business and it's it's a challenge and a problem that you've been struggling with for some time and you recognize that it's keeping you stuck from building your business and getting your message out there. We want to share five ways that you can get back on track. The first way is challenging or questioning your problem. Is this really a problem or is your perception blowing it way out of proportion? Um, And I'm reminded of a fantastic quote by William James where he said, the art of being wise is knowing what to overlook. The art of being wise is knowing what to overlook. Are you looking at something and blowing it so out of proportion that it is a, a struggle and a challenge that does not necessarily need to be one if you change the way that you viewed it? Very quick story that I heard once. There was a, a Christmas party and a group of women attended that they, they were in the same office together. And it was kind of like um, they had all these gifts in the middle of the room and one would pick out a gift. She would open it up and she would hold it on her lap. The next one would go and open a gift. Now, if she opened up the, the gift, the n- person number two, and she liked the gift that person number one opened, she could take that gift and give the gift that she just opened to, to person number one. So what happened was one of the women opened up a gift and it was a beautiful scarf and she was holding that on her lap and one of the other women when she opened her gift it was I don't know let's say it was a, a, some cups well she wanted that scarf so she took the cups that she just opened took the scarf off one of the other her co-workers lap gave the cups down on her lap and took the scarf home anyway she she loved that scarf but you know what she started to feel so guilty that she took the scarf 
from her co-worker that she never wore it but she loved it so it just sat in her drawer anyway one of the other um, co-workers came up to her this was several months later and said to her hmm what whatever happened to that scarf that you you know you won or that that you had as a gift as at the Christmas party and uh, the, the the woman responded you know what I feel so guilty about that scarf I feel horrible I wish I hadn't have taken it and I dare not wear it because you know so and so must just feel awful that I took that off her Anyway, the lady who had asked, I hope you're following me the story, the lady who had asked, you know, where's the scarf? You haven't worn it. She said, you need to go and talk to her because I bet you there is no issue whatsoever. So anyway, that's what the lady did. She went up to the to the other lady who she'd taken the scarf off. She said, I need to say sorry to you. What for? said the other lady. She said, because I took that scarf and I feel so horrible and I haven't worn it and oh, I just need, I just feel that I need to say sorry. And you know what her co-worker said to her? She goes, what scarf? Anyway, it just goes to show that we could be blowing something up way out of proportion, just like that lady who took the scarf at the Christmas party. The art of being wise is knowing what to overlook. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Number two, we want to talk about this, and this one's kind of fun. I love this because it really helps no matter what the situation, and that is to take a break and come back to it with fresh eyes couple really quick things you can do that can make a huge difference. Something as simple as getting a, a, and taking a nice um, drink of water, right, just to get some fluids going in you. You also may need to get a little bit of food or protein to get that brain working and some activity going on there. It also can be something as simple as moving your location. So if you're sitting at your desk and you're just really kind of struggling, you may need to move to a different point in uh, a different type of chair or a different uh, little environment within your office or something. That I've done that many times, and it's so amazing how simply and quickly that can work. The other thing is, remember, it's as simple as moving your body. Ah, stand up, stretch, take nice uh, deep breaths in, go ahead and do three of them, get the oxygen flowing, get that um, creative juices going, whatever it is for you, but make sure and and do some of those self-nurturing steps, which really just gives you that break. And then you can come back and look at it with fresh eyes. The third step, and this is one that uh, I will often do, and it's sleeping on it. It's going to bed at night and just allowing that sleep to, to, kind of process in in your subconscious mind what we're going to do is we're going to uh, share a link an article that uh, dr john grohol and he's the ceo and founder of psych central and he's uh, quotes some studies that were done which really shows that sleep and sleeping on it really does help us to clear our minds helps us to uh, relieve the stress around making a decision as well as showing that our unconscious or our subconscious can also play an important role in helping us you know sometimes I've gone to to bed and I've I've had an issue that I've really been grappling with and I'll just ask a question you know what what can I do about this what are some of the steps that I can take to really help me relieve the pressure around that and you know after sleeping on it in the morning when I go and do some journaling all of a sudden the, the answer comes to me. And some of these studies have shown that sleeping on it, the subconscious does support you in that because thought pattern, contrary to the way that we may think of it, it's actually, it is active. It's a goal-directed thought process. So there you go. Who knows? Sleep on it. The problem may have resolved itself when you wake up in the morning. 
Mm. Yeah. Now, the next way to help you get back on track is step number four, and that is to get it down on paper. This one is so powerful for me and, and something that I'm, I'm always preaching <laughs> and some things you can do. And, and we say get it done on paper. And specifically what's great is if you write it by hand, which there's something different on a cellular level when you do it from uh, the thought process from head to hand to paper. So a couple things that you can think about doing is journal. So journal it out, kind of like Amory was talking about a moment ago, is you can get journal it and get those thoughts down on paper and really just let it flow. So I like to call it the unfiltered version where you just let it come out. The next thing to think about, and I do this all the time, and you can do it for everything. You can do it in your business and you absolutely can do it in your life as well. And that is mind mapping. And mind mapping really is a very simple tool that is used to help you put down in the center of the paper uh, the challenge or something you wanna focus on. And then you just, mind map around it all the different components what happens is when you do that and feel free to reach out to us if you um, would like some mind mapping support but what happens is when you do this it all gets really clear on that piece of paper of the the thing you want to focus on whatever that is for you and then those action steps and the things that you need to support those action steps so it gets it really nice and clear for you totally fun and then the next thing to think about is chunking it down. And I know Emery and I always say, chunk it down, chunk it down. What happens is when you chunk it down, you can get all the steps out and you can also then see where there might be some gaps. Because really, when you notice that you might be getting off track a little bit, it's because you might be struggling to, to see what the gaps are. So when you chunk it down, you can get really clear and see where the gaps are. And then it may not seem like such a big challenge as you once thought it was. So we love the fact of journaling, mind mapping, and chunking it down, which basically just means get it all down on paper so they can give you some clarity. Mm-hmm. The fifth step is really one that we have often shared in other shows that really supports you in building your business and it can also very much support you in working through, breaking through a challenge and a problem and that is to discuss it with your mentor and your coach and if you don't have a mentor or a coach then certainly recommend you get one because this is an, you know, a typical example of where a coach or where a mentor can really support you. You can spend hours, days, weeks, months grappling with a challenge, yet through some coaching, through some support, through directing you to the right place to go to, a mentor and a coach can eliminate all of that wasted time, that wasted energy. So if you haven't got a coach or a mentor, then we certainly recommend that uh, you get one and of course let me do a little plug coachesconnectionacademy.com is opening its doors soon so we hope that those particular five steps five ways will really get you shifting through that challenge question if it really is a problem or are you blowing it right out of proportion take a break come back to it with fresh eyes sleep on it get your subconscious working for you while you're asleep get it down on paper and of course discuss it with a mentor or coach and you'll find that that challenge will no longer be a challenge for you. What's today's inspirational message, Jennifer? Well, actually, it, it's right in line with what we were talking about. And the inspirational message today, it's from Kathy Black. And her book is Basic Black, 
The Essential Guide for Getting Ahead at Work and in Life. I love this book, and I've had it for a long time. So those of you that have read it, uh, congratulations. And those of you who haven't, you just might want to check it out. So what I want to share with you is, is in this book, um, I'm going to share what Kathy Black says. And there's a section in here, and it says, Ask Someone Who Knows. And here's what she writes. The act of asking is one of the most important elements of success. All too often, people fear that asking questions reveals ignorance, yet the opposite is true. The root of the word ignorance, after all, is ignore. The minute you ask about something, you've taken a step toward understanding it. I love that. So yeah, you go, another fantastic show. If this is the first time that you've joined us, it really has been an honor to be able to spend the last 30 or so minutes with you. Uh, we really want you to be, become a regular listener because every single week we share inspiring tips and strategies to support you in taking your coaching practice to the next level. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Um, there's a link right there on the show notes. So click through and uh, subscribe. And while you're over there, do you want to do us a favor and leave a comment and rate the show? When you do that, it helps us get our message out on iTunes to other coaches to support them in taking their coaching practice and their business to the next level too, to connect with like-minded people. Another fantastic week. Again, Jennifer, have a great week and we look forward to connecting with everyone next week.